How's it going everybody? Welcome to another edition. This is the Good Bit Podcast. We are so happy and delighted to have you with us this week as we conclude our little Oscar season that we've had on the podcast this past couple of months as we're continuing to chat about some of the films that are nominated this year that we can chat about that we either have or have not seen, depending on who you ask and who we've decided to have on the panel once again here on the podcast. We're doing a nice wee remote, <laughs> remote episode this week. I'm like, this is what I'm saying, this new year, honestly, I just spat all over the mic. That's a good way to start. Um, it's this new kind of regime that we're doing. I'm doing something different every week, it seems. It's trial and error. We're on Zoom this week. I'm with Iona and Ian. It's weird that I'm not in the same room as either of them. Usually I am. So it is strange. Iona, you've got your haircut. I know, I've got a haircut. Woohoo! How did yeah, that go that- today? That was today, and also got my nails done too, so a little self-care day was needed. If that's not an incentive for everybody to go and watch the video version on YouTube to see Iona's nails in here, I don't know what is. Well, I'm going to get my hair cut tomorrow, and uh, I might just get my nails done as well. You've inspired me. Yeah. What colour are you going to go for? I don't know. What do you think? What do you suggest, Iona, for a first-timer? Hmm... You're asking me, I'm really boring with my nails. I'm, I'm a nail virgin, so, you know, what do I do? Go for, like, a nice red, you may as well, pop mm-hmm. a colour. Mm-hmm. Or a nice pink, maybe, we're coming into spring. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a little bit of nail art, get some flippers on there. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Will it, will, it, <laughs> will it raise my profile? Possibly, yeah, I think okay. it will. You're yeah. right. I Not might even really do, get a video done then, and, and, and uh, maybe Chris can use it for this show. Yes, yeah. he's, he's flinging everything at it at the moment. So, you know, <laughs> me getting my nails done. He'd as probably much, not say no to that. As much content as possible. I'm trying to think of a pun. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a pun here. The Good uh, Bite podcast, because you would be biting your nails. Never mind. Uh, yeah, or there no. could be, just call it With Nail and I. And there you go. Or with Nails it. and I. With Nails and I. Okay. So anyway, like, anyway, moving anyway, on. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. That was like a record scratch. No, it doesn't matter. Um, right, so... <laughs> Uh, I also got my hair cut, thanks for noticing everybody. Um, all oh, right, so handsome. You look so handsome, Sarah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did, you get, did you get a haircut or did you just get it razored a little bit? Both. So did you? Did he did he have to take some inches off top? Yeah, it gets really mm. long at the top, looks nice. Oh, all right, okay. That's <laughs> well, quite neat. Thank you. Yeah, mm. just just for today. Um right, so listen everybody, we've done really, really well the past few months. Um, just keeping up with the podcast, I said the past few months, yeah, we're in March now, um, mm-hmm. getting back into the swing of things, doing weekly episodes, I appreciate both of you, because these have both been uh, con- consistently on the show, um, and we have the Oscars coming up, so we've been kind of watching films that are kind of out just now, and kind of on people's minds, and that sort of thing, um, yeah. speaking on people's minds, I'd be remiss not to mention, I was going to go somewhere with that, but this is a too good of a segue, we should talk about the Willy Wonka experience that's in Glasgow. Have you seen these videos online of this thing? No, it's I haven't got. No, over to you. Oh, you te- it's bad. You been seen this? You not? You haven't seen this? No, no. Okay, so um, there's this company, no. right? We'll call it a company. They mm-hmm. decided to put on like a kind of exhibit because of the new Wonka film that came out in the end of last year. Right, oh, right, and yeah. it was like a immersive experience for I guess it's for kids, and it's like meant to be this kind of Wonderland, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Wonka, whatever. Um, and you know the way, like sometimes you would make a comment about like the the, the Glasgow version of that, the Scottish version of that, something very American that's uh, on our scale isn't that good. <laughs> yeah, right? it's pretty much that. But that's no longer a thing now because of like social media. You can't really get away with things not being very good, like because no, I, I'm really getting quite scared now. 
you know. Yeah, okay. Uh huh. But this was one of those things where it is like uh-huh. they've got pictures of what it was going to look like, and it's actually the Glasgow version, and it's like everything's bootleg. There's like it's just in a wee room, and there's like statues that were supposed to be big monuments and things like that, and it was like a really badly painted backdrop so kids could take their pictures of a chocolate factory. They have three actors that are playing either uh, Oompa Loompas and Wonka himself, and it's just one of those like total like disastrous things, right? That you'd maybe uh-huh. go to, like and not pay very much for but oh, it was i don't know 30 quid or something a ticket i'm not oh, sure how much it was joking. 35 pound a ticket yeah so yeah. people have taken obviously their kids to the wonka experience in glasgow uh-huh. thinking oh wow 35 pound this must be good and they're walking around this little hall and it's just a total disaster everything's like broken and hanging off and not working and badly painted and then these poor actors are trying hard to kind of make it work so yeah. obviously the parents have like now kicked up fuss and they've like complained to the people who have organised it and have written to the news uh-huh. and all this thing and it's gone totally oh, viral. Goodness. So I don't I'm know. I'm not surprised. I mean, it's this soon after Christmas as well, doing something <laughs> like that. I mean, apart from anything else, it's just nonsense as a business idea in a way. I don't know, you know? if you're with this, Ian, but I don't know. If and, it's not, and we're coming up to Easter as well when there's going to be stuff. Exactly. Oh. But that was it. So it's supposed to look like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was oh, like God. the image on, oh God, online. And yeah. then basically just walked into a warehouse and it was just empty of like a couple of bits yeah a backdrop that was like a tablecloth on a wall it was so bad that's like that's like something you'd do at college but just for like you know uh rehearsal (laughs) oh dear god yeah shame yeah oh that's terrible so there's so there's been lots of complaints and yeah, and then one of the actors that was playing Willy Wonka had been given a script to learn, and uh-huh. he turned up on the day and he said, "There's lots of like, like effects and like things that are supposed to be happening, but you don't have the equipment to do that. So what am I meant to do with the scripts? Like that's referencing all these like magical mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that are going mm-hmm. on, and the guy's running it just says, "Oh, just do what you want." So he was like, "Oh, that's a recipe oh. for disaster, isn't it?" As I always used to say, like, if you if you want to if you want to know if what you've written or created is any good ask a bunch of actors because they're like rottweilers they'll they just instinctively are able to pick all the holes in everything you've done and yeah. tell you where you've gone wrong and where it's failing and it's the best thing to do if you genuinely want feedback you know get a bunch of actors on it exactly they'll, they'll soon tell you you know where it's all falling apart and and what you've done is rubbish they added this <laughs> uh this, this other character called the unknown and you can see oh. here in the in the video version right. if you're watching on YouTube. So here, here's the unknown coming out from behind the mirror. So obviously you won't remember that from Billy Wonka. So that person's come out. But it's not even like dark with lights. It's it's it, it's like they've not put the workers off. <laughs> so, oh no, that's happened. Right. And apparently in the script, Willy Wonka was supposed to come out and vacuum up that new character with a Hoover. And the the Willy Wonka oh, character's okay. like, so how are we going to do that? <laughs> You see, a really, really good bunch of comedians could have made something of that. They will. You know, you know they will. They really could have done something with that. and It would have been a fun show to go and see. So, Jen, you know. Jen on Twitter has said, I cannot put into words how enchanted I am by the Willy Wonka fiasco in Glasgow. Cops called, kids crying in terror, all in an abandoned warehouse. This is the organic horror we've been missing for ages a pure lust for the chaos and no multi-million dollar company could recreate this 
Oh my god, it's hilarious. And I mean, obviously, I feel bad for the people, but there obviously been lots of complaints and stuff. It was on the news. Yeah. It was that big. But the funniest thing is the guy who was organising it was on it the is, news. It was, was on. It? it was on the news. John McKay covered it. And all right. And the guy that was like organising the whole thing. Um, is like just publicly like putting out videos and stuff like that. Just like I'm really, really sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, what? You know, it's going to be a documentary, aren't you? On on something like it's going to be a panorama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in a couple of years' time, there'll be a two part documentary. I thought maybe interviewing was... the people involved, <laughs> the, the poor actors and the people who yeah. win. I felt bad the fact that yeah. Wonka didn't get any nominations for the Oscars. I thought it was good fun, but this is just top that this whole. Yeah, thing. Let's be God. Wow. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'm so glad that you. Uh, that's very interesting. You've, you've certainly got your finger on the pulse there, Chris. Um, Always. So I no, I, I I hadn't heard about that. No, that's terrible. But very funny. At the same very time. funny. I hope everyone's okay. <laughs> hope I just want people to have fun. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this year's Oscars, I, I I don't know. Um, we were kind of talking before we started recording here, and we don't really definitely as I'm I'm getting older, and I'm sure you guys are the same, but I'm not like totally enamoured and and putting all the pressure on the Oscars for like that seal of approval like I used to. I think uh-huh. Ian and I were talking about this when we t- chatted about Maestro at the start of the year. Yeah. It's like we don't know what it's up against and that sort of thing, but how how significant do we think that should be? Like, does it need that seal of approval? You know, mm. where it's like, it's like a status thing, right? Like, so if you hear that it's nominated yeah. for Best Picture, then it must be good. But there's plenty be, of great films, you know? Yeah, yeah, there is. And it would be very easy to be like I am normally these days. It's just because I'm getting old and bitter. But, um, you know, you start to wonder the legitimacy of, of these uh, of these things, of uh, the... Any award ceremony, what the, what's the point, you know? And well, I know what the point is, it's marketing and all that sort of thing. But actually, do, do a lot of these movies need that marketing anymore? You know, and, right. and, and similarly, I think about it in terms of the music business, because in the music business now, it's very hard for musicians to make any money at all from streaming and so on and so forth, right? So, and there used to be a thing, I maybe mentioned this before, there used to be a thing in cinema years and years ago, and the French still have it, where it, there's a kind of a levy, so for every film, Hollywood film, that they want to release in France, they have to pay a levy to the French industry, mm. right? So money goes back into the French industry. And we badly need that in Britain because where's the finance coming from? Any kind of art, you know, and, and it should happen with the big record companies should be doing this as well, as far as I'm mm. concerned. You know, if they want to sell records in this country, they should then for every x amount of pounds put x amount of pounds into uh into uh to try and encourage the industry in the country that they're selling records in Mm -hmm. you know i think it's relatively reasonable it's not it's not even a a tax as such it's a it's uh it's you're sort of forcing them to make an investment in the industry that they're actually taking advantage of and i think that should they still do it in france they used to do it in britain all the time and uh, you used, that's why you used to get so many films in Britain, you know, and they were called the, I can't remember what they were called, but they were made in a hurry because they had so many films that they had, to, there was a quota right, of films that they had to make every year in order to be able to release a certain amount of films themselves, you know, so they were called uh, quota films or something like that. And right. the, the, the standard wasn't very good, but it gave a lot of opportunities to up and coming artists, mm-hmm. not just actors, but film directors and cinematographers and art directors and designers and so on 
And I think it's, I think it would maybe, it, I'm not saying it's a solution, but I think it would be a good way to reinvest some of the embarrassingly huge amounts of money that are spent on award ceremonies and right. and prizes and gifts, to, you know, for people to take part in them. It's, it's, it's embarrassing in a way. And that's how I feel about the Oscars. I think it's not that I would maybe get rid of them. I'd maybe want to see them done differently so that there's no winners. There's just, we're just celebrating what was done this year. Yeah. In a sort of Mardi Gras. So there's no embarrassing kind of, uh, you know, highlighting particular people or particular films right. or something like that. You know, it was just a general celebration. There's no competition. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and also because I I was thinking sorry I'm I'm oh god I'm off on one now but I was no, thinking no, I was thinking um, I don't know what you think but I was thinking that um, you know recently I have been thinking I must admit that you can't trust the decision making of the people who award these things either BAFTA or you know the Academy in America or any other door as well who's making the, who's making the decisions and then i realized that that's true for the entire history of the thing you know it's not just that i'm thinking this now I'm, i mean you could never trust it it was always politics it was always who was the most a sort of popularity contest instead of a genuine um meritocracy of of things you know and and i think that it's getting to the stage now where because we have to we're get it's getting so confused and tripping over itself and not ignoring the contributions of this group of people over that group of people and blah 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 so why are you even bothering choosing favorites or choosing the best yeah. because that's impossible and actually ridiculously uh untrue there is no best because it involves taste, it involves so subjective, yeah, uh, subjective views, you know. So what you want to do to encourage people to indulge in cinema is indulge whole areas of cinema. I just, I, I, when it comes to the Oscar season, I try to watch all the best picture nominations because when I'm watching the award ceremony, I know I'm going to watch the award ceremony as a film guy. Like, so I want yeah. to know what's going on. So I always feel more rewarded personally when I've seen the films because now I know what they're talking about, right? It's just mm. like anything. But it's kind of like what you're saying, though. I, I like the fact that different things are nominated for Best Picture and it yeah. is 10 films, right? So it's a good amount. And usually there are differences, right? So, for example, this year we've got a German war film and we've got a massive blockbuster yeah. and then we've got the classic uh, Scorsese film and then mm. we have a biopic and we've got a bit of everything, right? So that's good. Um, lots of original screenplays too. It's just when you watch all the films at this time of year, it's almost like a staple of what cinema was like yeah. in 2024 or, or, or whatever. Yeah, I've absolutely. I've never really understood how the whole, like, the awards and the nominations are given. Like, do they just start with all the films they see and it's chosen by a panel like the, the, the Academy, which seems to be ever-growing, mm. right? So I don't well, know Of course it is, because if you, if you win, then you, you join, you know. Exactly, right? You can, so, you can join, but you can. But if you win, then you, you, you become part of that and then you vote. And you can narrow you it down. But, like, what does that mean? If there's loads mm. of people voting, <laughs> right? So, yeah, but it's like, it's like with... Uh, there's inconsistencies, isn't there? I mean... I don't know how. How do you? What do you think about this, Iona? In sense of, like, when it comes to somebody, I was talking to somebody, and they were saying, "Oh, maybe there shouldn't be a best actor and best actress category, and it should just be mixed in." 
right? Yeah. And then I said, well, yeah, but how do you feel about that with when it comes to directors? What if there was a best acting, best male director, best? Why isn't there a best? It's inconsistent, yeah. is all I'm saying, you know? And I don't know which one you go for, but but that's why I think having groups celebrating, you know, the best, you know, just, just observing who were the, the best directors and and maybe, yeah, looking at the proportion of the balance so that you can keep an eye on the balance and keep it in check, you know, and um, be aware best, of it. And, all the best but, directors but, but, this year are nominated for Best Picture too, so it's the same It's the same uh, stuff. And that usually happens, yeah. You know? that always happens. What annoys me is that, you know, we had the, 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 the film a couple of years ago, the best... Um, there was a best foreign language film won best picture for the first time parasite yeah and everyone was getting so excited about it and it was a great film um but what what then thought was well why don't you put your money where your mouth is and 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 have a category that is the best movies from um uh a, this part of asia and then uh, best movies from you Europe. know india and that that yeah. sort of part of asia and then the best movies from uh you know, uh, North African and South African, and and because it's because the cinema and 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 in the Middle East and uh, South America, you know, because the films coming from there are are phenomenally good. You know, you just have to watch sort of Mark Cousins' set of films about world cinema, and you realise that the things There's that you so just much out there, so much by you, you don't know they exist. Yeah, yeah. I thought they would maybe add a, a category at some point soon over the next few years about best film on streaming or something like that because it's it's like competing mm. com competing with the big cinema blockbusters as well must be kind of tricky yeah. but obviously that's my opinion I, I, I don't know about you like in terms of following the Oscars was it just until you met me and like you weren't that bothered about films and and Oscars and award shows and stuff yeah I was not, I never remember you first told me that you were watching the Oscars and trying to watch all the movies. What? Really? I was like, oh no, I'll just go see like a movie in the year, but to me it doesn't really matter if it's like Oscar nominated or not. One movie like... a year. Iona sees one movie a year. <laughs> no, not just one, <laughs> you too. Um, but with the podcast I've tried to, I've really tried, really tried this year to make an effort to see more movies in general and then try to watch or be conscious of the Oscar nominations and all that. Um, I've done okay this year. I, can't, I don't know how many You've I've watched. I've actually watched really well. Yeah, but considering um, you weren't watching any of them, is, any of them, is, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's definitely you can't you can't just you know start watching these random films all at once because you you do kind of tune out and stuff. You need to kind of want to follow yeah. it and stuff. So you need to make baby steps. So it's been good. You know, you've done really well. And the you've fact probably seen more than I have. Did you see many of the? They're talking about the Oscar ones. Did you see many of them before we knew that were going to be nominated? No. No, because I mean I'm not well now. See now that I've got my Cine World card. See if I got that like before Christmas. I've been at cinema all the time, yeah. but um, no, I didn't really. I thought, oh, it looks good, but no, I'm not going to go see it. You're not going to um, pay for it. Yeah, that's the thing because it's so much money these days. But now everything's kind of went down in price, um, so it's a bit easier. So this week I was definitely trying to see, or in last week as well what's nominated what can i see um and then some of the stuff you need to buy and rent i thought no i'm not doing that yeah, yeah, <laughs> it obviously sure. came out yeah. months ago so yeah. that was the only thing like try to see oppenheimer um i was never going to go see that in the cinema because it was like how long three hours nearly mm. so mm -hmm. but no that's not for me um yeah, that's fair enough. I've, I've tried my best well listen you, uh, but, uh, sorry 
No, no, I was going to ask, who do, you, who do you go with to the cinema most? Who do you go with? Uh, normally it's Chris. Yeah. Normally me and you go. Uh, and me and my sister will go a few times. But mm. this week, actually, I went by myself for the first time uh, mm. ever. The, the big moment, the big moment, Iona, used a Cineworld Unlimited card for a solo trip. Tell us about your experience, because I want to know genuinely yeah. about it. And I remember you told me something happened on your way to the film. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I went to see Poor Things this week um, okay. and seen as I kind of got over me not seeing it in protest. Um, don't know if you heard about that, Ian. I'm not <laughs> I sure was, I did. Protest. I was uh, put off the podcast because it got Amanda on. So I thought I was told I don't need you to watch the film anymore. Amanda's doing the podcast. So oh, I because went, you didn't turn up for that. Yeah. Well, yeah it's not that I didn't turn up. I was told that I wasn't needed. So I went, okay, I'm not going to go. That's not true whatsoever. That's what happened. That is what happened. You said, oh, I've got Amanda. So you don't really need to see it anymore. Or you don't need to come on the podcast. And I thought, right, I'm not going to go see it. But I went to see it this week. So that was my solo trip. <laughs> um, but I'd been looking at that many view, like, view times, like what's shown where, how many can I see. I'd got confused with the time in my head. And obviously there's ads and all that before the movie starts. So in my head, I thought this movie, Poor Things, starts at like 10 to 3 or whatever time I was going at. So I got off the train and I'm walking up to Cineworld quite fast. I'm like, I need to get there. Go up to Starbucks or no. Yeah, I went up to Starbucks, got my cup of tea, thought I'll get that just now and then just go up to the... um, level and I get in the lift because I knew it was level five and I thought I'm not doing the escalator I'm not doing that God so I get in the and I hit the B button and a wee old granny comes walking over she's like oh are you going down and I said oh no I'm going up and she just continues to walk into the lift and I've already hit level five and she says oh well do you think we can just go down first because I'm running for a bus you see and gives me like our whole spiel of what a day it's been she's trying to get cake she needs to do this she now is running for this bus so she can get back home on time Mm. and she's like so can we just go down first that'd be great thank you so much dear thank that's lovely of you thank you and in my head I'm just thinking I can't control a lift. I've had a button. I don't know how it was going down first. And I felt so bad because she was so lovely. But at the same time, I'm like, well, no, because I'm also in a rush thinking this movie's starting in one minute and I need to get in, get the ticket, find my seat, get my jacket off, get comfy. Mm. Um, so, I, yeah, I just felt terrible and I was actually sweating. By the time I got to the counter, I was like, I take it for poor things, please. Any seat, just give me it. No, but um, what happened though? You went, the woman came in the lift and obviously you can't control what happens. So the lift did go up. First. So the lift did go up. We're sitting watching like the wee number and the arrow, but it wasn't working. Like there was no light. And I thought, I don't know. I know the very one. Yeah. And she's pure banging on at me, being like, that's mm-hmm. so kind of you. You're so lovely letting me go downstairs first to get my bus. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And it just goes, level five. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm so sorry. And I pure ran out the left. I went, I hope you get your bus. And just ran for that. Because I thought, oh, I feel so bad. It would have been funny. You. Good, I think exactly. Was, I think she was taking advantage of her old lady status. And she was, she's, yeah. she's, she's, she's like the Blofeld of Cineworld. She's yeah, just, yeah, that? she's... Yeah, don't trust them. Oh, you're gonna miss your bus. Absolutely. It yeah. would have been so bus, funny though if you just like slowly yeah. walked out the lift and just backed up like sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I've got things. You probably to do got here. there and then realised you were twenty five minutes early. 
Well, yeah, then I sat down and I was actually, <laughs> I kind of calmed down as I get my ticket and I'm uh-huh. walking in and somebody walks out of the screen and I thought, uh-huh. nobody would walk out just the movie starting. Yeah. I was like, the adverts are starting, Jesus. So I go in and I find my seat and then I watch all the trailers. It was lovely. So you get used to it. You just know, okay, and the film's actually going to start 25 minutes after. Do the that. math, yeah. But they catch you out. Sunny World. Because they don't leave 25 minutes for unlimited viewings. Mm. It's different. Oh, okay. Really? So so if you give it 25 minutes for them, you've missed the beginning. That's good to Tell know, you. actually. I've only done yeah. it once, unlimited viewing, and it was for Stan yeah. and Ollie, the Lola right. Hardy film. Yeah. And I remember it vividly because I was waiting for someone downstairs like at yeah. Renfrew Street, and I turned around and I saw you, Amanda, and Gregor Duncan <laughs> sprinting in because you were almost late. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. They don't wait as long. The you know the like the secret ones. The, the, yeah. the they don't tell you the title or, or the ones where they do. They're, they're, there's never as many adverts. I notice. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to doing but, that again. You know, I don't know about now. That was before the blip when we had the lockdown. You know, but yeah. Hey-ho. Well, we went to see the Zone of Interest at the GFT uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay, I've not one. seen that. So tell me, the both of you went to see that. Yeah. What I was going to say? What I was going to say yeah. was the GFT. There's no trailers. I didn't know that. I, I didn't notice that. I thought yeah. there were. And I missed the start of it. I went to the toilet, didn't I? I missed the start. I came <gasps> in, it was utter oh, okay. darkness. Yeah. And uh, how do, how was that for you then, the pair of you? We we enjoyed the film. Mm-hmm. Um, we chatted about it last week on the show and we were saying that it's like, you know, it was one of those films where it's not quite as blockbustery as maybe we're used to, or commercial, I should say, as we're used to. It's one of those films that maybe doesn't have a begin- beginning and middle and end, but mm-hmm. and sometimes that's okay because it's just telling you the story of what's happening. So it's about this family living next door to Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. How do you say Auschwitz? I can't Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Yeah. Um, in World War Two, And it's just about the kind of commander of the camp and his day-to-day life with his family. You never actually see inside the camp. You never mm. see any war or, or killing or murder or, or fighting or anything like that. You just constantly hear gunshots and planes and screaming. And so, so is it is it from the family's point of view then? Yeah. yeah it's all within like their family home and mm. like their garden. Um, mm-hmm. And it was good. And, and like some people might think it's boring or nothing really happens, but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I actually quite proud that I enjoyed it because normally I've got. Yeah, I suppose I suppose you've got that constant tension as well, have you? Yeah, but the, yeah. the dramatic irony that you know what's going on. You know what's yeah. going on and stuff. And I yeah. think you would properly appreciate it, though, because we were talking about some of the ways it was shot as well. It's almost like the cameras are kind of lodged in the rooms of the house. Um, at, at no point does it feel like there's a camera person standing filming actors. It looks as if the actors have been given a lot of time just to sit and kind of do the scene and work. Okay. And it's yeah, a lot of, yeah. you know, walking around rooms and the camera cuts as they move from, from one end of the room to the other and stuff like that. It's almost like CCTV in their home as they're talking about right. the stuff that's going on at their work, which just so happens to be this concentration camp. So it was a really weird so perspective. So do you think, um, so you were talking when I, I started speaking there, I and I interrupted you. But uh, were you? Was is the wife aware of the concentration camp next door? Are they, do they know that what's going yeah. on next door? Or yeah. Do they so think it's another? The family posting? know. Which watching it, I was sorry. Thinking, do we? Do they know what's going on in it though? That's the. That's I suppose that's the. Yeah. The point of the question yeah. I'm asking you. Yeah. So do for you, me, in my head, I was thinking this is going to be a really dramatic, like reveal moment. That we're mm. going to have, but then I kind of clicked on. I was like, "Oh no, they know what's happening. They're aware of like what the dad's job is and what's happening right next door to them." 
Um, and it was just quite interesting because they they kind of reference not reference to it. They like one of the kids looks outside his bedroom window and sees what we think, what we hear, is mm. someone being shot. And he just looks back down with his toys and he's like, he'll never do that again, as if, well, now he's learned his lesson. He's dead. Um, right. So they all yeah. know, it's like... quite chilling. Yeah, they all kind of yeah. know what's happening, um, which kind of added to the whole tension and feeling a bit mm. uncomfortable with it because you thought, oh, this is just strange to think these people knew, like, that's how they lived. The, a nice change of pace, actually, yeah. So... um. I mean, not a nice film by any means, but um, very well made, actually. So, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely yeah, worth checking yeah. out. And nice that it's nominated for Best Picture, actually. Um, so what I thought we'd do is maybe just go through the categories and we can just make some comments on, on the films themselves and then just make a couple of predictions. What we think mm. will win and also what we would like to win because they're two very different things. Um, we kind of mentioned this a couple weeks ago, Ian, as well, about how people just tend to win because they're who they are. Um, so timing does, and things like that. Yeah, does Leonardo uh-huh. DiCaprio deserve to have a Best Actor Oscar? Absolutely, but he won it for The Revenant just because he was in The Revenant. He was better and far, you know, and other things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. The Wolf of Wall Street mm-hmm. and The Departed and Once Upon yeah. a Time in Hollywood and things like this. But like um, The Revenant was that, the film that year, so they decided, okay, this is going to be a year. Had that endurance thing going for it as well. You know, yeah. the, you it's know, a good film, but. So think, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the kind of film I'd watch again, but uh, but, yeah. it's, but it's fantastic. Stressful, yeah. absolutely stressful. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So we believe. What are we? What are you going to start with then? The, the, what do you think you is want... better? Because there's lots of overlapping. What do you think is better? Should we just do the best pictures first and then go to the other ones? You should maybe do it in the order they do it. I don't know. What do they do? Well, they change what, what, it every which year. Which categories do you want to do? Do you want to do supporting actors? But they do supporting actors first of the time, don't they? they yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll start with that Usually. then. Um, mm. So, Best Supporting Actor, the nominees this year, Sterling K. Brown in American Fiction. <clears throat> Sorry, I was out uh, at the pub last night and I've damaged my voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, by the way, I was at a pub quiz, right? I mean, there was a film round and oh, yeah. um, one of the questions was, can you name all these films? It was like pictures of different films and they all mm. have they all have the word over in the name of the film. And one of them was Paul Giamatti from The Holdovers. So I got that question right because of that. Right, uh-huh. And then there was also, um, name three obscure Julia Roberts films. And I got the point because I mentioned Leave the World Behind and no one else had said it. Oh, did they not? The film we said the other week, yeah. So I got the point for that one. There we go, fun fact of the day. Well, it's a fact, maybe, maybe not fun. Charlie Wilson's War or something like that. Well, you know the way Julia Roberts is such a big actress and then when you're put on the spot, yeah. I was like, eh, not a guy. I know. No, you're right. I can't, I can't think of many, you know. Um, okay, right. so, so who was that? Best supporting actor is Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown, yeah. In American Fiction. I did not mm-hmm. see American Fiction. And um, we also, also have Robert De Niro in Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Robert Downey Jr. from Oppenheimer. Yeah, I did Mark see that. Ruffalo in Poor Things. And wait for everybody, Ryan Gosling in Barbie. Um, is, that, is that it? Is that who, who they've nominated? That's the five best supporting actors. Wow. Nominees. Yes. So we've got people like Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Robert De Niro. Wow. <laughs> Just because we always have to nominate De Niro, even if he's... He, he was good in Killers of the Flower Moon, but... Good God. Is yeah. that it? That's... There's been better performances than that. <laughs> there has been. There there's really been, has. There's been many. I mean, there's been some, some of the supporting performances in Saltburn. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. Uh, the first thing I thought of was Jeremy Allen White from The Iron Claw. Oh, God, um, yeah. Why has that been ignored? 
Absolutely. What a performance. Is it? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't want to say because I'll get letters. <laughs> I can think of maybe reasons why it's not been. It's just not. Yeah, that's that's a sitter, isn't it? Special that but, performance. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. What, what do you think, Iona? I've not seen a couple of them, so I don't really know. Um, I thought that would be one for the holdovers, though, for that. Because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the holdovers, and I thought everybody was great in that. So the Dominic guy, Sessa. Maybe. Dominic but he Sessa. He was the lead. Yeah, I mean, arguably, he was the, well, you know, he was a, a sort of co-lead, wasn't he? Is yeah. That's going against him slightly. Maybe. Well, he. I don't know. From the ones that we read out there, I believe Robert Downey Jr. will win this because he's won all the other ones. I do too. Um, yeah. And I can't. I can't. I've not seen Sterling K. Brown. I'm sure he was no, great. I've not seen um, that one. But Robert Downey Jr. To give him his credit was excellent and opening. Was good. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, but but perhaps the guy in um, I didn't see American Fiction, unfortunately. You know, that's the, the one I really wanted to see. Well, that and the holdovers were the two I wanted to see, and I couldn't. I, I had to work, and I couldn't go so i missed it what i was going to say earlier on about like the other award shows and stuff right is like Mm. again in terms of treating the oscars as like the main one right i don't like picking favorites as you know and as i as i shouldn't but um there's so many award shows there's so many categories there's so many films there's so many people winning the same thing you get confused Mm. did that person win who did which one was that that they won it gets so Mm. confusing so i try to just be like right i'll pick one and that's mm-hmm. the award show I'll watch and I'll you know, study and stuff. And I pick the Oscars because mm-hmm. I like films and stuff. But all of them happen before the Oscars. All the other ones. The BAFTAs and mm-hmm. the Grammys and um, what's the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. So they, they all happen. And then you kind of know what's coming, essentially. you know. So it is hard mm-hmm. to kind of narrow. Sometimes you hope. Like, there is a few shocks sometimes. Like, for example, Parasite winning Best Picture that year and, and, and Spotlight. Yeah. That year, remember when it Spotlight is, won? yeah. Is that yeah. a kilter, isn't it? Because even in Anatomy of a Fall, there's some brilliant uh, supporting role performances Absolutely, in that, it's a great film. that that are just, you know, they're not commercial enough. So it's not, you know, it's it's a, it's this monster that's feeding itself. You know, yeah. it's, it's not fair um, because there's definitely a, a, a more uh, adventurous bunch of actors out there that they could yep. have selected definitely right. that's not to say that none of them are good but but you know i mean yeah come on i know um okay so for best supporting actress we have emily blunt and oppenheimer mm-hmm. we have danielle brooks from the color purple that's when i didn't see that i was maybe going to try and catch um mm-hmm. we have america ferreira and barbie who actually was good um mm-hmm. jodie foster and nyad who I thought was really good as well. Mm. Um, and Divine Joy Randolph from The Holdovers. She won the BAFTA, I believe, for this category. Um, that is your Best Supporting Actress one. Top of my head on this one. It's probably going to go to Emily Blunt, um, but I'd like to give it to Divine Joy Randolph from The Holdovers. Because so she was Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, I saw Emily Blunt, and I saw but I think, yeah, my taste... I'd, I thought that she was uh, uh, superb um, in the holdovers. I thought she was, it was a lovely performance. Yeah, yeah it was. What about um, you, Iona? Any, any thoughts on that one? The but same. I've not, not seen them all. So. Um, I, I, part of me kind of would like America Ferreira to win it purely, I think because her monologue in the movie kind of said it all and I think it'd be a really cool moment but Made I don't think it will 
Wait, yeah, but I cry at everything, as we know. So does that really mean anything if Iona cries? Not really. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, um, so I, I would quite like her to win it. Uh, but I watched Nyad and Jodie Foster. Like Her performance was so good. She was really good in it, actually, yeah. Yeah. I saw her in True Detective recently. I watched that. Um, and it, was, it, was, it was nice to see her again, actually. I just realised that it's been such a long time since I've seen her in anything. It seems, you know. Yeah, last I time saw I saw her wasn't uh, something after Silence of the Lamb. No, it was the escape, the escape room. Is that right? no? The what's the room? The room, the one with the room. Oh, green room. No green room. Uh, no, that escape room. I think it is escape. Room. Are you sure? I don't know. No, it's not escape room. What's the safe room? The one, the one where you lock yourself up because you got burglars. <laughs> that one. Oh my God! You really shouldn't have me on this program. I'm just. See? Safe room, it. oh, panic room, and it's a panic room, yes, <laughs> and, it, and it's a Friday night, you know what I mean? It's not like it's that's true, you know, it's you know, yeah. So, sorry about that. Apologies, everybody. No, I, I'm the same. Uh, I can never panic room was, I think, was the last time I saw her anything, so it was actually quite nice to see her and something again and, and playing somebody who was on the face of it quite unpleasant. Um, yeah. and uh, that, I thought that was it was really good, yeah. Uh, thought, yeah. I so, saw um, a film called Hotel the... Artemis. She was in with Dave oh, Batista. That's right. And, uh, that was that. a that was a dreadful film. Absolutely dreadful. Okay, aye, right. But I, I think I I has uh, got me interested in seeing that. Yeah, because I'm I'm on a sort of Jodie Foster mission at the moment, so I'd quite like to see that film. Yeah, yeah. We'll, call, when, we'll, when, we'll... It, when it hits the streaming services, it's already on there. That's Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Netflix film is yeah. on Netflix. Oh, thank yeah. you. I'll thank you for that recommendation. Uh, okay, cool. Um, next category, let's go to Best Original Screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have Anatomy of a Fall. We have mm-hmm. The Holdovers. We mm-hmm. have Maestro. We have Past Lives. All four of those also nominated for Best Picture. But the other one that we can talk about, or at least Iona mm-hmm. and I can talk about it, is May December, which was also on Netflix, I believe. A Netflix I film. I about this movie. It was. So, me too. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of it? No, I didn't didn't like it. I keep forgetting that I, I watched it. It was I just uh-huh. don't remember it. Um yeah, I think I'd looked at my notes that I had from it and I just was reading it, trying to jog my memory. I no, yeah. I don't it's been nominated. I don't get it. I don't compared to the other ones, I don't know. Well, this yeah. is this yeah. is the thing. I thought it was good and I thought it's a it's a good concept, but it just doesn't really it doesn't go to places that maybe it could have done. I thought um, it's a good idea. Um, it's about the person studying the famous, like the actor studying the famous or the person that went viral, um, and she's going to make a picture on her life. I don't want to spoil anything for you, yeah. um, but it was it was good, and it was Natalie Portman who I like, and I thought yeah. she was good. Um, Julianne Moore, and Julianne yeah. Moore, who was I don't know if her, her character was annoying me more than anything else, so maybe mm. she's doing her job there because she's not meant to be very likable. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it was a character. <laughs> Yeah. She's done my head. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's mm-hmm. a good concept, but I think it had a lot of potential. It sounds like a total, that's yeah. very wanky to say, but um, it, it kind of, it doesn't go to where it, like, you're waiting for a kind of outburst or a real kind of yeah. game-changing moment. It doesn't really come, but it was um, it was good enough. I don't know if it merits an original screenplay nomination, but mm. there you go. I think for me, it's holdovers because it's just so 
fresh and it's not particularly original, but the the language is it's just so well written. The yeah. characters. I often used to think, you know, the actors are getting nominated for these uh, awards. It's the role that's that's being nominated. You know, it's the it's the opportunity to play that part because it's so well written or so well constructed or something. Yeah. You know, that there's the role that attracts people to, you know, to 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 you know. You you said in the in the Barbie movie, Iona, that speech that uh, she had that speech. Yeah. You know, and uh, and yeah, the writer. You have to owe it to the writer. It's the writer that gives you the opportunity to flourish. You know, and uh, any actor will tell you that. I think if they're honest, you know, and uh, and I think holdovers did that. It was just such um, again complex characters that were you know some one moment that you saw things in them that were admirable and things that you liked, and it wasn't afraid to show you aspects of them that were deplorable. I do think though that, that in terms of the script, it was probably a work of art on paper, you know. Um, yeah when it was delivered and, and, and probably yeah. would have worked as a radio play or a novel, you know, that, that sort of idea. So I don't know if it was a novel. No, it couldn't have been an adaptation. It was no. the best original screen. It's original, play, yeah. So, so there you go. Yeah. So, it's yeah. more impressive mm. almost. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, so I probably agree with you there. In terms of what I think will win it, I think it's, it, might go to, it might go to the holdovers. It might go to Anatomy of a Fall, though. Um, mm. Which I don't. Did you see Anatomy of a Fall, Ian? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I, I, I liked it. I just thought... Um, yeah, I did. I liked it very much. So it, it probably would. But because, you know, it's difficult, and this is failing in me, but it's difficult to tell sometimes about performances or a script when you're, when you don't know the language. Mm -hmm. So you can't appreciate it in the same way, I think. You know, and so it's effectively you're kind of reading it as you go along, yeah. in, in, in a sense. And it's, uh, I mean, it's quite compelling. It's, it's good stuff. And I like... Um, the and what's the Sandra Hula, Hula, yeah, yeah. Um, she was in Tony Erdman, I remember a few years ago, and that, that was an extraordinary film that I, lo I loved. You know, uh, she was in that. I, and, I knew I recognised her. And she's in the Zone of Interest. She's the the commander's wife in the oh, Zone of really? Interest as well. Right. Yeah, so she's having a, a great year. She's I thought she was amazing of, yeah. in Anatomy of a Fall. I thought she wow. she was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh -huh. totally. Yeah, and I thought the 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 the, the her son, the actor played her son too. And I liked the lawyer. You know, I thought that was quite a complex part to bring off. I liked the prosecution guy as well. Oh, he was, he, he was, was a bastard though, wasn't he? he yeah, was a bastard. but I thought, I thought, and I thought, you know, great. I loved the fact yeah. that the actor was, there was no sort of like redeeming feature at all, <laughs> you know, um, just so well done. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, okay, cool. So, good category there. Adapted screenplay, again, are all five films mm -hmm. nominated uh, for Best Picture uh, as well as Best Adapted all Screenplay. Right. So, we have American yes. Fiction, we have Barbie, we have mm. Oppenheimer, we have Poor Things, and we have The Zone of Interest. Um, so, because I'm, I think that Oppenheimer will win Best Picture... I think it will also win Best Adapted Screenplay. I guess it is different things, though. Um, but I thought the person who changed Poor Things, the book, into a screenplay had a hell of a job on their hands. Mm. I think they did a very good job. Um, mm. I really mm. enjoyed the film. And I think that would be my pick to win Best so Adapted it, it, Screenplay. It, mm -hmm. So it's a contender. 
yeah, think? I think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, um, for, for the kind of effort that was put into taking the old school novel and making it into the, mm. the film that we saw, I thought that was probably well, quite a hard yeah. job. I felt like there was too much in it and it kind of repeated a bit. Like it was, that point's been made already. That When I watched that and straight after coming out of it, so... Like, I think Maggie said that too, off. didn't she? She felt like that. Yeah. I just like yeah. I just didn't, I didn't I didn't want to say I didn't like it because I thought that was too strong. Like I did enjoy like watching it, um, and enjoy the experience of it. Um, but yeah, as a whole, I don't know about the actual film. I just felt like there was just too much, and I and I think I still stand by that. I I mm. can say I like it, but mm. I still think there's too much in it. Don't feel like you have a lot of times. Yeah. I'm like that too. You hear that you should have liked this film and it influences me yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, me too, man. Yeah, I love films. Yeah, Emma Stone, great. And I would say that, but like, I, I did enjoy it. I thought she was great. And Ian, last week you were talking about, or the week before, whenever we did the episode, you were talking about the music that was haunting you, like the soundtrack mm. of the film. Mm. I was doing like a post on social media, like to promote the episode or whatever, and I added a wee bit of the soundtrack to it. And my God, I couldn't pick the right one because it's all so dramatic and yeah. duh, the, 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 the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. It's minimalist and re- and relentless, and yeah. it's you know I'm not knocking it. It's good. I just thought that the that kind of music it would work better. I would really love to use that in a theatre production. Mm. But no, I agree. I totally agree with Iona. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, that is there is that element. It's it's just a little bit baggy, a little bit. Oh, could yeah. we could we make it just just leaner? Two and a half hours, <laughs> yeah. and you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Because there's no no doubting the visual impact of it and the performances and the and so on but it was just it's like oh god it just overstays its welcome just for a little bit but so many films do now i mean the, the thought of watching i've not watched the scorsese movie yet but what is putting me off there's the running time mm-hmm. you know because i feel like yeah. i've got to like go to the gym and train for a couple of days <laughs> before i sit down and watch it you know that's um, why i saw it at the cinema because i was like i'm not going to yeah, watch yeah. this in the house that's it, yeah, and because I didn't, and uh, yeah, that's the thing, and I'm going to be stopping every night, I'm going, oh, I need to go for a pee, you know, I need yeah. to, or whatever. But it annoys me that uh, the foreign language films that have been nominated as best foreign language films, none of their scripts seem to be in the, those categories. Taken seriously, yeah, or the international films, as they're called now, because yeah. they don't want to offend anybody. And, uh, yeah. and it's kind of like, oh, come on, guys, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty predictable. It's quite predictable. predictable. Yeah. Okay, so we'll see what happens with that one, right? So we have the main, we have the main four that I always look at when well, it comes Barbie's to ad- adapted. Yeah. Barbie was adapted, yeah. Um, okay, so we have best picture, best director, best actor, best actress. Okay. Um, best actor, mm-hmm. we have Bradley Cooper in Maestro as Leonard Bernstein. Mm-hmm. We have Coleman Domingo in Rustin as Bayard Rustin. We have Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers as Paul Human. We have Killian Murphy in Oppenheimer as J. Robert Oppenheimer. And we have Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction as Monk Ellison. The- okay. Theonos Ellison. Um, yeah. Okay. I think I've got this one figured out. Go for it. I put money on it. <laughs> Me too. I don't think Killian Murphy's going to get it. Oh, really? I thought you were going to no. see. No. I don't think he'll get it. I think I would love... Paul Giamatti to get an Oscar because I too. think he's wonderful and he's fantastic, but I don't think he's going to win. I don't think Killian Murphy's going to get it. I think Jeffrey Wright will get it. Mm. And I know really? I've not seen the film, but I know 
Jeffrey Wright is an actor, obviously. I've seen a lot of his stuff. And he is one of these people where I think there's going to be a feeling it's about time. Like we were talking about DiCaprio earlier. Because he's, what, he's in his 60s now. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be... I've, I've just got a feeling in my... Sorry, I, I, I've got a feeling that when I get to see that film, that's the film I'm going to like probably the most. Yeah. I don't know why. I've just I was really I'm really pissed off of not seeing it because uh, I think he's I think he's wonderful. Um, he's a really good actor, and I think because he's American and not Irish, I think a lot of ledger. I do really do, and I, I I just think there's a little bit of cynicism against Oppenheimer. There is. And I think um, um, because of the award season, it has become that. Mm, but it was mm. also there last summer because everybody was like, I should just go see Barbie instead. But then you had the other people who were like, mm. I'm going to see a real film and I'm going to see Well, they did say that those two films sort of saved cinema for a bit, you know, the, uh, after the lockdown and what have you. And Absolutely. Up, and I've got a big uh, rant about that. I'm going to give you in about six minutes. Yeah. So, um, no, I've got. Uh, that's what I think. Anyway, I reckon it's going to be Jeffrey Wright. I love that take. Was not expecting you to say that. I was mm. very confident. <laughs> I think that Kelly Murphy will get it only because he got all the other ones. He's like mm. usually it's like whoever got the Golden Globe, he'll probably get the Oscar. Mm. But he also got the BAFTA and he got you know everything. Mm. He got the mm-hmm. the SAG Award and he got everything. So mm. that made me think. Well, it's just as you say, it's because pretty. pretty Predictable, um, mm. and he was he was brilliant. He was great in the film, um, mm. but I thought Bradley Cooper was exceptional and Maestro. Well, I, I love Bradley Cooper as well, and I, lo- I love Maestro as you know. But I just don't think he's got a chance. No, I just he doesn't. Think he doesn't. Too, I don't. I just don't think that people took to it. Yeah, uh, I think it's a marvelous film. As you know, I think it's brilliant and, and, and it's well deserving. And I, I think Katie Mulligan's very deserving, but I actually don't think she'll win either. That's that's another thing. Like so, I, as soon as I saw that film, know, I was like, those two performances were outstanding. Mm, they, the two mm, performances made the film, in my opinion. Mm, and I, I thought because yeah. obviously it's all about him. It's his project for the past ten years or something. Mm. And I was like, Carrie Mulligan was better than him. I couldn't believe. It. I thought she was amazing, but yeah. she's not going to. That shows gonna how it. good he. Good a job he did because that was his yeah. point. The point of the film was about the marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she had to be the a focus, you know, of it, the focus of it. And uh, I think I don't know if people were expecting it to be more about his music and so on. But you know, there's that's been done. You know, that's the thing. That's not what I want to see. And I'm a big fan of Bernstein. Yeah. So, um, well, no, I loved it. But um, I know it's not really it's not really Iona's cup of tea. Um, so mm. she was kind of hesitant to watch it, and I think you watched it this week, and you weren't you weren't the biggest fan just because it's not really it's 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 it is quite slow paced and stuff. But it's what I liked yeah. about it was it was based on their relationship, and mm. it was almost like they just let the actors. I know he was the director, but they just kind of let the actors create the relationship. And just, yeah, there was and, a stylistic and it ha- choice that it happens yeah. on screen. They they mm. are in love on screen. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it was your thing, Iona. No, I tried my best to watch it. And also what I will say is watching all of these Oscar, well, the ones that I've seen so far, I've not looked up what they're about, a whole backstory or anything. Like I've just been yeah. in blinds. That's mm. like so I like that I too, yeah. when I put my straw on what on earth it was about. Well, I did a mm. bit. But I had no idea what the story entailed. Mm. Um and, and maybe it was just the kind of 
time of night and the kind of mind frame I was in but I was just not clicking with it and I ended up just having to put it off because I thought I'm going to force myself to watch it and just not like it so I haven't don't hate me Ian I put it off mm. um that's okay yeah <laughs> But I think, I, I, yeah. it, I think it was possibly because I didn't know what it... I think maybe now I should kind of see oh, it's more about their marriage and that whole thing. I don't mm. know what I was expecting. So maybe you that... Have, you would have liked maybe, it more if you came to the cinema, I think, with me. I think you would have liked it more. Think, yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, it's... You don't have to like everything, you know. That that's the that's the Absolutely. richness of it. That's what I was saying about the 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 the, the the Oscars, if I was able to encourage people to redesign them, it should be more about this, about the fact that yeah. some people like this, some people don't like that, and encouraging the idea that people can not agree but um, enjoy discussing yeah. it and not agreeing yeah. instead of being a, it being combative. I think it would be a wonderful, useful social tool to uh, to encourage people to do that, you know? Um yeah, I, I, I understand that. I was talking to one of my students who hated it. Uh, I, I was recording them talking about their favourite films of the year, uh, which I will make available to Chris. Uh, um, but uh, they were, and somebody said that they really hated it, and I was like, "Oh, it's okay, yeah." And and I, but I was able to say why I liked it, and they didn't why I like it. Yeah. And then you end up going, "Okay, I'll maybe consider that." That's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, in a um, way, you know. Prediction of, I know you've not seen them all, prediction of who you think is going to win and who you'd like to win. Uh, 100. Well, I completely believe that Killian Murphy will get it because I think it's, oh, he's got everything else, so we'll just give him the Oscar. Um, mm. But even though I, I didn't watch it all, I think the dedication commitment that Bradley Cooper put in to the performance, maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe this is more to do with the film, but the, the, that he put into that, whole project i think kind of gives them a good not a good chance a good right to the oscar to the win i think it's absolutely like, you've done it well done it paid off moment um and also i would i would like paul giamatti to get it because i bloody loved the holdovers and mm. him in it i think mm -hmm. he's be such a lovely man um but yeah i don't know i think kelly will get it I think. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. Um, okay, great. So, best actress this year is an absolutely solid category. Um, all five of these performances are outstanding. So we have Annette Benning in Nyad, playing Diana Nyad. Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, as Molly. Sandra Hewler in Anatomy of the Fall of of a Fall, who plays a character called Sandra. Carrie Mulligan in Maestro as Felicia Montenegri. Mm. Thanks, yeah. And Emma Stone in Poor Things as Oh Bella. Um, okay. So I've seen all these. Um and favourite performance was probably Carrie Mulligan. Um mm -hmm. but I believe Emma Stone is gonna win this. Um more so just for the shift that she put in. Um she was amazing in the film in Poor Things. I would love to see Sandra Hewler get something, especially because she's kind of come out of nowhere for me. I, I didn't know who she was until I watched mm. these two films that she's in this year, exam, se exam season, Oscar season. <laughs> um, and uh, I think they've all got a good chance, but I think, uh, yeah, I think Emma Stone's going to win. What say you? Hmm. Uh, I think, part, I don't know. 
I don't know. I Emma Stone, good chance, and her performance obviously was marvelous. Um, I quite like Annette Benning to to win. Um, I don't know though. Has she won an Oscar before? Do we know? Has she been nominated? I think she's she nominated. Has. She's definitely been nominated. Definitely, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. just do a quick. Uh, I don't know. Just I feel like one of those ones is about time. Like one of those. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah, and I think that that's something that could swing it. Yeah, definitely. And I've okay. not seen the performance, but I know that she's she's a wonderful actress. You know. Yeah. She's won a BAFTA and two Golden Globes, but she's mm. been nominated for five Oscars, but she's not won. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's, it says it all. You yeah, know? That, that could happen. Because a lot of the other ones will have another chance because they're so good. Mm-hmm. You know, Harry Mulligan, her time will come again in yeah. a film that will be more publicly uh, celebrated. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the problem with that is the film. It's, you know, wonderful performance film, not liked as much, but I mean, I'd love it if she won it. Um, uh, the Anatomy of a Fall, uh, uh, Sandra, what's her name? Second, sorry. Uh, I think it's Hewler. Hewler, sorry, I beg your pardon. Uh, Sandra, yeah, see, she's fantastic as well. Um, but the chances of her winning a vote, you know, because exactly. you remember it's a vote. Yeah. Um, and I know, I, I actually think um, the I actually think um, Lily Gladstone will win it. Really? Yeah. I don't think... I think Emma Stone's is too wacky, too crazy. Do you think? Aye. And um, she's already got hers, and she's mm-hmm. still young. And so I don't think she'll ever win over Annette Benning ever. Mm-hmm. So it's either going to be Annette Benning or Lily Gladstone, for me. Yeah, one of those two. I'm just yeah. uh, I'm trying to remind myself what she won her Oscar for. Was it La La Land? I haven't seen, I've not, sorry, I've not seen um, the Martin Scorsese film, but I've seen a, a bit enough of it. I've seen her uh, yeah. bits in it, and I just think, yeah, so that's, you know, it's up there. It's, um, that that could that could win it. But I, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a toss-up between Annette Benning and Lily Gladstone for me. Sorry, you were saying about her previous Oscar win, yeah. Yes, I was trying to figure it out. So it was, it was for La La Land. La La Land, she, yeah. She was, she was incredible in that. And she was nominated for The Favourite. Uh, and she was yeah. nominated for Birdman. I thought she was great in Birdman. Remember Birdman? Yeah. What a film that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, okay, cool. That's a, a, a solid category. Best Director, we have... Yeah, just very quickly, Chris... Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you think about Barbie, about Margot Robbie not getting nominated? I'm interested um, to hear you. My thoughts on that are, um, again, it's what I was going to talk about when we got to the Best Picture list, and we're going to talk about Barbie itself, but we can do now. Um, oh, right. No, no, it's okay. Um, I, think, I think if you're going to nominate Ryan Gosling... Right, for Ken. Now, I know it's a different category, right? What I didn't like about this whole argument, I'm trying to remember my thoughts on this because it was a few months ago, but my annoyance with everybody who was throwing their toys at the pram on this thing about the fact that Margot was snubbed from the Oscars, but Ryan mm. Gosling was nominated, um, was that they're not nominated against each other. You know what I mean? It's not as yeah. if they picked Gosling over her. They didn't do that. It's different categories, right? What I was more amazed about was the fact that of all the films 
of all the performances, they narrowed it down to one of the top five being Ryan Gosling as Ken. And I can guarantee you, when he saw he was nominated, he had a wee laugh. There was, there's no way, right? Mm. Now, is he great in the film? Yeah, he's, he's funny. Like, he does a really good job, does it great. But he's, <laughs> of all the films, you know what I mean? That was just my gripe with it, right? And then if I'm thinking, okay, well, Marco will get something for it. Then if we're, if we're looking at Barbie in that way, she'll get something. Mm. And the fact she mm-hmm. didn't, I was shocked by because I'm not, you know, the five that were nominated, I do think were far superior than Margot and Barbie. However, it was it's like double standards in a way. So I'm kind of being a hypocrite going back on myself there, but it is different categories, right? He's also nominated for supporting, not lead actor. She was the lead. I get it, right? It's, it's tougher competition. America Ferreira got her nomination for supporting. That's fine. She deserves that, right? My thing about Barbie as a film being nominated for Best Picture and people were going, why is that nominated for Best Picture? You know what I mean? Um, and I said it on the podcast. I went to see Barbie. had a great time. Really, really enjoyed the film. And it was a nice change of pace from Oppenheimer that I saw the following week. You know, because everyone was seeing them together. Um, my question was, did Barbie have somewhat of an influence on cinema? Did it affect cinema? Did it change the way people were thinking about cinema? The answer was yes. So does that mean it deserves a nomination? Absolutely. It definitely deserves a nomination. Is it going to win? Absolutely not. It's nowhere near as good as some of these other films, but it did make a difference because everybody saw it. Everybody saw it. And as you said, Ian, partly brought in so much more money that cinemas that were on the brink of shutting down Mm. are now still open, not Mm. only for that film, but it was Mm. a big part of it that summer with those two big films. Undeniably. um, Mm. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how my feelings on it. I think she was great in the film. You know, and I think she did a mm-hmm. great job. Um, I don't think she would have won over the five that are nominated for Best Actress. But if you're going to nominate him, you had to nominate Margot, which is my opinion. But it's different categories. What about you? Yeah. It's an argument you don't even want to get into, really, because you, in order to have the argument with level heads, you need unmotivated minds to be considering the argument. And there's so many people passionate about it for whatever reason they're passionate about it that whatever you say, they're, they're going to get annoyed, <laughs> you know. And uh, not that I'm worried about being cancelled at my age, but, you know, um, uh, people have got their reasons for being very, very passionate about it and, and, and see the Oscar nominations as being some sort of validation. And I would like there to be a world where an Oscar nomination isn't necessarily a validation, just your enjoyment of what somebody does is a validation enough. So I think that that's another reason Oscars can be a a force of badness. Yes. Because this kind of thing happens, right? Hmm. And yes, I, I enjoyed it enough. You know, it was fine. Uh, I enjoyed it enough. Um, and I knew it was going to be divisive. It always was going to be. Because mm-hmm. of for various reasons, I don't think it should be nominated for any Oscars. Uh, to be honest with you, maybe design, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think that Barbie belongs in a certain section of cinema that, that where the other films like uh, the Marvel movies and the Bond movies and all that belong. That they're yeah. massive, big box office blockbusters, but you never get an actor. 
in one of these movies, or the movies themselves are never nominated for Best Picture, or you never get a Best Actress or a Best Actor from these movies because the box office, the blockbusters, yeah. you know, they're not meant to be anything else. That's what they do, you know, and if you want to make an artistic statement with them, that's great. That's that's super. That gives it another level, you know, but the expectation isn't for plaudits like you des when you go into this industry demanding that you're deserving of of a of an award that's when you know there's toxicity in it yeah you know if you go into it thinking this should get awards what i'm doing should do then that's that's when it, that should yeah. be cancelled yeah. you know and i don't and, and like i say i love the marvel movie i love bond movies i i'm not so I'm not putting it in a category that I feel is any less deserving of praise or <laughs> enjoyment or loyalty. But I think when it comes to artistry, um, it genuinely wasn't that. It, it, Margot Robbie has done so many, so many better films. Yeah. And, and yeah. her performances have been brilliant in some of them. And yeah. she's not been recognised. Greta Gerwig, I think Barbie's a released good film mm. uh, you know Greta Garrow has made some fantastic films fantastic films and and Barbie's a good film too but it doesn't belong in the you know her next film will be the one and everyone will go wow I bet you mm -hmm. you know her last yeah. film was like that you know it, it's I don't know I don't know it's, it's a dangerous area to go into because people are very passionate about it but I, I actually don't yeah think that it was universally loved as much you know just in the same way and comparing it to Oppenheimer was just nonsense nonsense trying to and that was a marketing thing it was about it was, they were yeah. turning Oppenheimer and Barbie into the blur and oasis of 2023 and it was like oh, come on for a start is anybody really daft enough to be suckered into this <laughs> Right. Yes, I'll go and see both films, but I'm not <laughs> going to compare them. Yeah. What a lot of nonsense, you know. And the fact that Ryan Gosling is nominated for a, a an Oscar is going to backfire on them because that's just a that's just nonsense. And that's I absurd. agree with you, Chris. I think he's sort of going Jesus. And if he wins, oh God. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he knows. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, no. he's another actor that is knocked as panning. For his whole life, yeah, to get these awards. I mean, did he get an award for La La Land? I don't think so. He was like Emma Stone did. <laughs> I mean, he did everything, but did it facing the forward. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he did the same dances. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, it's yeah, it's like uh, I mean, I know uh, people I've talked to, young people that I've spoken to. It's not universally loved, but nothing is. You know, um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to sort of. I'm not trying to. I, I don't. I'm not trying to sit on the fence. But I'm not trying. I don't want to say something that's going to be misinterpreted. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there is a tradition in cinema that there are certain kinds of movies that you accept as being great and entertaining and box office, great box office, and everyone loves them. But you would never ever have them in the Oscars. Yeah, because that's not where they belong. That's not what it's about. Yeah. Um, these films are for making money and populist and. Uh, and if and if they've got and they can have statements, they can have uh, stand for something and all that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. But but it sort of makes a mockery of the whole thing, and it sort of, in a way, proves what well, well sort of adds 
a little bit of uh, fuel to what I was saying earlier about we need to redesign the way this has all worked. Because, I mean, it definitely deserves accolades and stuff, but as you say, you can't, you know, you can, you're comparing it to Oppenheimer, but all the films in the category are different. You can't compare Maestro to Oppenheimer. No. And poor I, things I've to the zone had of a interest. Problem with that. I've had a problem with that for years as well, yeah. I have to say, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like, you can't compare, yeah, it's like that. When you name these list of actresses, I'm thinking, oh, come on, you just, how yeah. can you compare them? How can you it's pick, just... yeah. The fact that they gave a nomination to Ryan Gosling, I thought that was really comical. And it was more funny that, it was funny that they didn't give it to Marco, but at the same time, I'm like, but if they were, in my head, which is maybe quite cynical, if they were to give it to Margot, I would be saying they're only giving it to Margot because they've given Ryan a nomination. Like I don't the, you could maybe say that they're both supporting. Is he up for supporting actor? Yeah. And the other one is as well, isn't it? The, America the, Ferrera, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're both supporting roles. So they do kind of balance each other out. Um, so maybe, you know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think... A lot of people were raging that she was snubbed from, a, from an Oscar, but as you say, she's done better performances than other things, I think. Aye. Like the, the whole film was great, but yeah, I don't know the performance wise. I'd... Can you win an Oscar for playing Barbie? That's like winning an Oscar for playing uh, <laughs> Iron Man or James Bond. or yeah. Right, best director. We've got Justine Treat in Anatomy of a Fall, Martin Scorsese in Killers of the Flower Moon. Wonder why he's nominated. Christopher Nolan in Oppenheimer, Yorgos Lathinamos for Poor Things, and Jonathan Glazer in The Zone of Interest. Um, Nolan's going to win. Is you he? Think? Um, no, wait, a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just looking at this again, I don't know actually. Uh, no, I do don't think, think he will. Uh, I don't know actually. I'm just going back and forth now. What did you think? But why does he automatically deserve it? I don't know if he does. I don't. Does I don't he, mean it like that. I don't. I don't. I don't he... mean it that he automatically deserves it. I just mean he's. he's that was what everyone was saying, wasn't it? As you're kind of talking about the whole the whole episode, like about people just getting yeah. nominated because they're who they are. You know yeah, what I mean? But directors like that traditionally get snubbed. <laughs> the key mm. word snubbed yeah. for years before they're allowed to get one. I mean, Scorsese didn't get one for years, and neither did mm. Spielberg. And you know, they they were punting out films for, you know, punting out things like uh, Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark, which you would never ever nominate for an Oscar. <laughs> Because they're right. in that category as well of films, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think um, that's a tough one, actually. It's an outside bet that um, the director of Anatomy of a Fall might do, but I don't know. Um, I don't know if it will be. I reckon. Do you think your your will win it? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Again, it's wacky, isn't it? It'd be see, good, if, it'd be good if one of those two won it. It'd be good if yeah. one of those two won it. Has he won one before? No. Uh, no, he's not, but he's been nominated six times. Yeah. It'd be, I there think it'd go. be great if one of those two anatomy of a fall or yeah. things. Yeah. Just just to freshen things up a bit. Because, you know, the other... The, Christopher Nolan doesn't need one. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But, it, but it can it can make a career. You know what I mean? It can make a career. Um, he's, he's already got. A, you know, he's an auteur. He's, he's Christopher Nolan. Of course. He's, um, I don't know. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how you can decide between those. They're so such different movies. You know. Any thoughts? Not really, because I just I don't know. In my head, I just don't see the difference between best director. 
but I don't know if I'm like thinking of like the wrong thing. Like, what well, is I suggested that, that to you what, last week, and you bit my criteria? nose off for saying what that. Is, what is the criteria for like best director? Do you know what I mean? But, like, it's easy. You're like best actor. Yeah. You're like, best yeah. character. That. I, I, you're so right. You're so right. What does a director do, and who did that job best? And you know, so you're talking about ensembles and working with actors. And... How can you? How can you go? Who, who directed their film the best? Aye. It's their film. I know. You know what I mean? How can you pick between this? But anyway, we're not here. Is Bradley Cooper up for us? No. Yeah, see, but, but I mean, argu- I know I'm biased, but arguably. He did one of the best jobs as a director because the the stylistic nature of it and the way that the actors were working with the sound department and blah 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 mm-hmm. to come up with that particular way a bit Robert Altman like where it was people talking over one another and mixed live and all that kind of thing. You could argue that yeah, that the skills involved in that were very deserving. But he's in the academy, but, is he not? He he's not necessarily best picture, but yeah, in terms of him doing his job, you know, I'm only saying this as an example, you know, but um. Yeah. So I don't know. It'd be really cool if if there was somebody new getting one, you know, like um, yeah, Anatomy of Fall. There's a lot of skill involved in that, and uh, in working with the actors certainly. Yeah. And there's a lot of skill in poor things. I mean, the 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 whole reining together all those different departments to create that world shot yeah. in the studio. Whereas Oppenheimer maybe is just a a, a vast, more vast. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I think know. why I thought Nolan straight away is because if it is a voting system, um, people will automatically go to him. Um, and also with the level of the cast and the severity of the topic. There is a lot of respect and, for him. Yeah, and, yeah. and the way they kind of, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the scene of Kelly yeah. Murphy walking into the hall when they're all applauding him and all that sort of stuff. I thought that was really well mm. done. There's loads of stuff in the film that I think will probably edge it for him. The fact um, that he's got so many Oscar winners playing bit parts. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's probably the thing, you know. Uh, that's quite extraordinary, yeah. isn't it? Okay, yeah. and <clears throat> I mean, we've been chatting about all of them throughout the, the episode. So, the 10 Best Picture nominees in alphabetical ten. order. Jesus. There you go. American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, which we've not spoke about, Poor Things, and the zone of interest. Mm. Um, I'll give you my predictions, and then I'll let you just go at it. Mm. My prediction of what will win will be Oppenheimer. What I want to win, my favourite film out of the ten. I've only seen eight of them, but out of the ten films, my favourite one mm. was The Holdovers, and I'd like The Holdovers mm. to win it. But it's not going to. It's not got a chance in hell, but uh, I would love it to, and I think Oppenheimer has got it. Iona... As far as I'm aware, you're the only one out of the three of us that saw past lives. Did I text you that? No, I've yes. not seen it. I've seen oh, it for you... a few minutes. <laughs> um, that's a film I would uh, blatantly I'm, lying to me. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that this weekend because actually the look of it, I just it looks brilliant. It's on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, and I have a feeling it's again it's on it's actually on at the cinema this weekend as well. So there's a chance to still see it. At the cinema, as long as you but, see it before um, Sunday, as long as you see it, you'll be good. But um, I I don't know. I I would like to think that that maybe would have a chance. I haven't seen it, but I I really like the look of it and yeah. what it may bring. Um, so I would hope that that would have a chance. Um, I to, uh, apart from that, I, I completely agree uh, 
with Chris. <laughs> That's what I think will happen. And in many ways, Oppenheimer, as opposed to the best director, I think best picture. Yeah, I think Poor Things has got a shout, but I think it's not as constructed quite as well as Oppenheimer. And, and because Oppenheimer did so much to uh, play its part in re-elevating cinema and, and the support yeah. that you'll have. I mean, how many, genuinely, right. how many Oscar winners has he got as tiny bit parts and walk-ons, you know? Yeah. Uh, the support for him is huge. So, um, yeah, it probably will be that. There's a foreign film, language film that I would like to point out because, I, I, again, I've not seen it. I want to go and see it. It's on at the GFT this weekend and uh, it's called The Teacher's Lounge. And I think I've only watched all the trailers of all of them. That one is so intriguing. I think the arguments in it and the subject matter are quite explosive. So uh, okay. I think uh, that's one to look out for, the teacher's lounge. I'd like to see that doing well. Leone Benetch stars as a teacher tasked with fig finding out which of her students is responsible for a series of thefts. Mm. Thefts. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, And it looks kind of one of those films where you're going to be shouting at the screen. Okay. You know, as you yeah. watch it. Because there'll be a lot of, yeah, I just think, I think that'll be quite an antagonising one. You think Killers of the Flower Moon's got a shout of getting anything in the Scorsese film? Don't know. I've not. I think it's, I just, I don't, I've got a feeling that nobody will vote for it because they don't want to encourage people making films at three and a half hours long. Yeah. So let's not encourage them, you know. And yeah. who he is, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Because the last um, one, The Irishman, was about that long <laughs> as well, wasn't it? Like, yeah. come on now, Martin, come on. Brevity, for goodness sake. You've gotten both you your nominations, be, this is it. You've maybe not got Thelma Schoenmacher anymore, but, you know, get out of yourself an editor, boy, you know? Yes. Okay. And, you'll get, and then you'll get more films out, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm making these big long ones every He's so years. old, then. He's so old. He's so yeah, old, well, man. and there's that to think about as well, you know, so maybe a, <laughs> an 80-minute film next one, you know, so he's sure he's going to get it finished. Oh, dear. Right, Iona. This uh, is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> Iona, prediction of who you think and then who you want? Um, Probably just the way that the award seasons went, Oppenheimer, I think I'll get it. Um, same as you guys, though. Holdovers, just loved it. I think it was just such mm. a well-rounded, thought-out, beautiful, oh, just a hug and a movie. I love it. Um, I, but Poor Things is quite wacky. And as I say, I enjoyed the experience of it, like, of watching it, um, mm. even though it had a lot in it. But still, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I want, but Holdovers, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'll come. The, the guy who did um, Poor Things, I think is. It is a, a he, isn't it? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name. Yorgos. Yeah. Yorgos, yeah. I think it's Dale Come. He's basically, he is contributing to cinema. Absolutely. No he's, about it. He's, he's, one he's of taking from the past and he's yeah. regurgitating. And I mean, they're, they're re releasing, um, I think I made you guys watch it in college, um, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. <laughs> you did, yeah. The, the, the regurgitating <laughs> Dr. Caligari with uh, the guy from Kraftwerk doing the soundtrack. Uh, or they have done, and uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, well, is it the original film, but just the remastered music? Yeah, and I'll be the only person that buys it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, no, it's, but he's he's definitely taken from that idea, you know, that the the Caligari thing about filming it all in the studio and it all being 
It's quite yeah. surreal, and uh, and you can appreciate that. But he's doing something with it, you know. Um, so uh, I think there's there's a lot of poor things that will be appreciated. And usually, what the Oscars do is they they reward films like that by giving them the best costume, best right, 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 art director and stuff as an acknowledgement that yeah, it was really good. But here's your reward, but did he get the yeah, big yeah, one? yeah, 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 yeah. So it gets some Oscars. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. You know. Well, uh, it's going to be very interesting. Who knows? Who knows? It's going to be very interesting. Um, I'm looking. I'm, I'm glad we've kind of seen what we've seen, and we've still got a week, so I'm going to try and catch the two I've not seen. I've not seen American Fiction, and I've not seen Past Lives, mm-hmm. and as you see, and both of them could be very, uh, I don't know, impactful um, when it comes to oh, performances yeah. and films themselves. So, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for your time tonight, guys. Thank you for uh, doing your homework and watching a bunch of these films this season. Um, I know it's relatively abnormal for Iona to do that. Um, I know I feel like everyone needs to watch the you... Oscars. Normally, I just wait and just like look at online. I'm like, who won what? But I've never let any watch it. We watched the. Remember the one they did it differently because of COVID, like 2021. We watched them together. Remember? Did we? Yeah, like remember they shot it weirdly. And You're it talking was like... to Iona, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I've <laughs> had a complete and utter blackout. Yeah, yeah. It was like 2021, right. and it was the one they kind of shot it like a kind of. Like in a film studio, and it's like right. there was no audience, but the actors were still sitting there, and she doesn't remember. Well, I think yeah. Iona and I should get together on Zoom while we watch the red carpet. Yes. Yeah, we'll record that. That's a good idea, man. That's <laughs> and, a good idea. Uh, see what we feel about the frocks. Yes. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Well, lovely to <laughs> see you all. <laughs> yes. Thank you for your time today, everybody. Appreciate you all. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let us know what you think on the socials. What you think is going to win Best Picture, Best Director, all that good stuff at the Good Bit Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can check out all the video versions in the archives on YouTube, as well as on Spotify, Apple, and all those other good places um, when it comes to the podcasting platforms. Until then, everybody, take care of yourselves, and we'll catch you all down the road. <laughs>